0: good morning again church it's good to be back with you it's been a few weeks but I'm so glad to be back I want to thank brother Ron and Kay and the choir for the music wasn't that good this morning Amen. it's good thank you for praying for Anthony he is uh, doing better And if everything goes well, they'll uh, come and take him back to the hospital. He's at home now. They'll come and take him back to the hospital on Friday and do the second phase of the infusion. The first time you take it, you can only do a half of it at a time. It's so strong. But uh, Lord willing, he's going going to be strong enough to go back and do this. The nurse was there on Friday and checked him and his uh, his lungs were clear and so hopefully the rest of the rest of the time as he takes the antibiotic by Friday, he'll be ready for the infusion. You pray for that, will you? appreciate it so very much. as I studied for this message today, I um, I knew it was going to be a tough, a tough message, and what I mean by that is the fact of the condition that our nation is in today. And I don't think as a preacher that I need to skirt the issues, but we need to talk about our problems in America, don't we? And we need to face them. And look at them from the standpoint of the word of God. So this morning, I'm going to read one, one verse found in Psalm 11 in verse 3. This is the Psalm of David. And David simply asked a question. And I want to relate that to us today in America, all right? If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? History's got a way of repeating itself down through centuries. I'll not ask you to turn there this morning, but in the book of Daniel, we find King Nebuchadnezzar and what he did against God, how he defamed the name of God, took the vessels out of the temple at Jerusalem, sacred vessels, and then his son, Belshazzar came on the scene and in Daniel chapter 5 we find his story. And his story was simply this. He took the vessels that his father had taken out of the temple and he called all of his lords and concubines and all the people together and had a drunken feast. And to make a long story short, God says, That's enough. If you read the story, the handwriting on the wall and simply God was saying, you're finished, tonight's the night, it's over for you. Now, Babylon didn't fall by some army coming in to take them. They fell from within And I've been saying for a number of years now that I believe with all of my heart if America falls, we're going to fall from within. It's going to happen from within. Our foundations are going to crumble. Our society will get to the place that we no longer recognize God and who He is. And, church, we're there whether we want to realize it or not, whether we want to agree to that or not, we're there. We're no longer recognized in America as a Christian nation. We're no longer a Christian nation. And if if a group of people have their way our society will become a socialist nation. And church, listen to me. I don't believe God ever intended and set up America for us to come to a socialist country. Amen? Amen? So we've got to do some things. We've got to wake up, and we've got to seek God's face, and we've got to do some things. Let me just give you some simple principles where I fail, where I see that we're failing in a, as our country today. The foundations of our home and our family are crumbling. The American home has taken a hit in the last number of years like never before. And I really believe that Satan feels that if he can tear down the home, not only will he get the home, he'll get the community and the schools and the church if he tears down our homes. But God's always had a plan for the home. God established the home before he established the church. And... uh, we need, to, we need to recognize that. We need to understand that, that we need strong homes and strong families in our society. You can have and live in a million dollar house and it not be a home. I can remember growing up out in the country as, as a little boy. We didn't have a whole lot. In fact, we were poor. We were poor. But one thing we did have, we had, a, we had family and we had love. And I believe with all of my heart, this is one thing that's lacking in the American home today, and that is love. Love. Love not only for father and mother, but love for each other as a family unit. Then second, I believe that the marriage vows seem to no longer be sacred in our society. Church God had a plan, (laughs) and his plan was man and woman. Not women and women and men and men, it was man and woman in marriage. we must remember that what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. And church, we need to wake up in America. I know we've got laws and rules and regulations. And uh, it seems like that everybody says, well, you just, you just do that and it's all right. No, it's not all right. I think it's time that we remember the way the home goes is the way that everything else is going to go. And I believe we need a revival in the home, don't you? We need a revival. We need, we need a revival where mom and dad say, this is it, we're going to get back to God, we're going to get back to the Bible, we're going to get back to loving Jesus and making our home a godly home and a Christian home. We need to do that. And then third, I believe the foundations of Christian principles and freedoms are being taken away. Yes, we're free today. We came here to worship and praise the Lord. But church, we better wake up. Freedoms that we know are quickly being taken away from us in our nation and we better wake up somebody told me the other day i don't know where it was i don't know whether uh, i don't know whether somebody related this to me or i heard it on the news uh, on the christian station that uh, somewhere in another state they demanded that preachers turn in the title of their sermons before they went to the pulpit and preached Folks, listen to me. If God gives me something to preach, that's between me and God, amen? (laughs) And then if I come and give it to you, that's me giving it to you from my heart and from God. So we better wake up in America. Let me ask you a question. Ponder this for a second, all right? If God is removed from our society and our nation, what do we have? What do we have? We have a godless society and a godless group of people if God is removed from everything. And that's what a lot of people would like to do is remove God. We no longer respect the truth that it should be in God we trust. We no longer respect that. We no longer respect the flag and what it stands for. My brother fought in Vietnam. And thank God he got to come back home. He was a medic. And he never, he never related details to us about what he went through. But a couple of years ago when he died at the cemetery that day, sitting there with my family, I heard a proclamation read about Danny McCarter and what he did in the service for his country. And I sat there with tears flowing down my face. No, my brother didn't die in service but he went there and gave his all that our country could be free and have a free country and i don't know what it does to you but it 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 makes me upset to see somebody take this flag and run around with it on fire and burn it amen yeah No respect for the flag, no respect for what it stands for at all. So our foundations are crumbling. Brother Bill Keeler and I have a friend, I'll not give you his name. Charlotte knows him well. But he's a, he's a veteran, and he went to the VA clinic. He told Bill and I this story. He went to the VA clinic, and uh, there was a man and woman out front protesting at the VA clinic, protesting, I guess, veterans. So when he came out, <laughs> she asked him the question, how many babies did you kill? Well, he's pretty quick witted and he fired back. Do you believe in abortion? <laughs> I'll not give you the answer, but, folks, listen to me. America is going to have to pay for all the unborn babies who have been killed year after year after year in this nation because of some law that was put on the books. Did you hear me? We're going to have to answer and we're going to have to pay. If we as God's people don't take a stand right now i'm not talking about down the road i'm not talking about any uh six months from now i'm not talking about a year from now i'm talking about right now if we don't take a stand as god's people and stand up and be counted our society is going to become a socialist society church you better listen to me in the book of hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 the bible says therefore We need to give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip or we should let them drift away. And we better take heed that we don't let the freedoms that we have in this great country drift away and get away from us. And I think one of the saddest, I think one of the saddest scriptures in all the Bible is found in the book of Judges. You remember there was a period of time when uh, when there were judges in Israel. And in Judges chapter 21, verse 25, we find these words. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Every man, now notice what the scripture says, every man did that which was right in his own eyes. In other words, let's just do our thing, it's going to be okay. It doesn't make any difference if it's right or wrong, let's just do it. And every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Church, we got problems in this country. Yes, we're a great country, and I love America with all of my heart. I said today, before I came here and... and, uh, in my study at home and prayer time and, and, I, and I picked up a church that I pick up every Sunday out of South Carolina. Rock Springs Baptist Church. Great church. <laughs> they were doing military and uh, recognizing the military in America and all this. And I sat there and wept. And I thought, my, how, how quickly this thing's slipping away if we don't do something. How quickly it's slipping away. Now, Brother Jim, what can we do? All right, listen to me closely, all right? What is the hope of our nation to keep us from crumbling and our foundations being destroyed? Number one, we got to get back to God, and we got to get back to basics. We gotta get back to basics, back to what God says, what his word says. If his word says it's wrong, then church it's wrong, amen. I mean we've got to believe that, and we've got to stand on that. If it's wrong, if God says it's wrong, it's wrong. And we've got to get hungry for a real revival. I'm talking about real revival. I'm not talking about a a meeting where we come for three or four nights and we sing and and have some preaching and go home and that. No, I'm talking about a revival where we put ourselves out there and say, God, whatever you want out of me, I'm willing to do it. I'm ready to do it. I want to do it right now, God, if that's what you want. That's the kind of revival that we need in this country. And then we need to put into practice God's Word. We need to practice God's Word and live by it. We need to let the church be the church. I don't know where I read this statement. I have no idea, but I wrote it down when I, when I found it. And I felt like it needed to be in this sermon this morning. Here's the statement that I found. God wants his church back he wants us to be the church we're to be salt and light in a dark world, the world's dark but we're the light and we need to be there, amen yeah we need to be there I pray earnestly for America I pray earnestly that God's gonna spare us That we're going to have another opportunity to get ourselves where we need to be as a nation and as people. Stand with me, please, for prayer. I don't know what your need might be this morning in this auditorium. I have no idea. But there's plenty of room for you to come and pray. If you need, if you feel led of the Lord to come and pray this morning, I want you to do it, okay? Do what God encourages your heart to do. Maybe there's something you need to do for the Lord. Will you do it? I'm going to pray. Brother Ron is going to come and lead us in a hymn of invitation. If you need to come and pray, you just come and find you a place. And pray. Will you do that? Father, thank you. Lord, I've done my best to preach my heart this morning. I love this country. I love America. But Lord, we're in trouble. And if we don't turn to you, we have no hope. Our hope is in you. Lord, speak to our hearts today. Challenge us. Move us to where we ought to be and how we ought to be. Lord, we love you. We praise you. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.